Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, everybody, welcome to Master the NEC, where we talk about the National Electrical Code. On today's episode, we're going to talk fabricated ducts. We're going to talk about the wiring methods that are allowed to be installed in environmental air spaces or other spaces used for environmental air, I should say. Um, we're going to talk about those above suspended ceiling applications. We're going to talk a little bit about ducts and plenums and whether or not you can penetrate them, whether or what wiring methods can go in them. We get a lot of confusion out there. I also have a lot of people that will ask about whether or not an MC cable can go in a plenum uh, and, and, you know, and those type of things. So we figured we're going to cover those topics today and be able to kind of clear it up for people because there has been a number of questions uh, that we still get on a day-to-day basis that say hey can I install MC cable above a suspended ceiling and we're like sure you can all you got to do is go to 300.22 C1 and you'll see that it lists clearly that MC cable can go in that location it doesn't matter whether it's smooth corrugated or inner, inner, uh, uh, or interlocked at that point when it comes to those type of applications. But not so much the same when we're talking about a fabricated duct. It's a little different. So kind of let's dig into that a little bit. And we're going to do this in a podcast. So I'm not going to provide, obviously can't give you any images. So we're going to try to paint the picture and make it a little easier for you to understand it, hopefully. So if you've got your code books or you're just listening in the car, we're at 300.22 of the National Electrical Code. And just for a little oversight here. There's only one change when it came to the 2017 National Electrical Code when it came to this section. And that was under 300.22b, the exception, which allows now for you to use the wiring methods that are listed in the other spaces used for environmental air. We'll let you use those things when you're penetrating, let's say, a specifically fabricated uh, duct for environmental air. That's like the ducts itself or the, or the fabricated plenums. We'll let you penetrate that under a limited application. It means we'll let you do that if it's for sensing of the contained air and the total length of the wiring method or cable system is not more than four feet. And that's really all you need to penetrate them for. Okay, So kind of giving you that application. Other than that, um, you can have other wiring methods uh, that can that can actually uh, be in those fabricated ducts, and that has to do with the fact you could have some really huge fabricated ducts that you actually walk into. All right, but that's not what we're going to talk about in this episode. We're going to talk about your normal 
HVAC, HVAC type system, above a suspended ceiling, you have the air conditioning unit, and of course there's two different ways. Everything can be ducted out and that would be specifically fabricated ducts for the environmental air. Uh, and that incorporates the main trunk line which can be assumed as the plenum and then your ducts that actually push it out to the room and pull it back from the room, the return and supply. Or we're talking about the spaces that are other spaces used for environmental air, and that's like above a suspended ceiling where you have the grates in the ceiling. It pulls the air from the room into the space above the ceiling, ultimately pulls it through a filter into the air handling unit, and then, of course, then it's ducted out and blows out into the room for the cooling or whatnot or heating or whatever you do. So you're using that space above a ceiling as the environmental air return space, and theoretically, it becomes a plenum at that point, okay? All right, so let's kind of look at each one. So 300.22 is what you're going to think about when you want to go and say, what kind of wiring method can I put in these spaces that we just talked about? Um, i got to penetrate a duct because I have to put an air sensor in there, a, a valve or something. Okay. Um, I, what if I have to put... Um, I have to put wiring methods above a suspended ceiling and I know that that air up there is being pulled from the room up through grates and then into a centralized air conditioning unit above that suspended ceiling and now it's going to duct it down into the rooms but that space that's open what kind of wiring methods can I have up there and a lot of people will call us and say whoa you can't use MC cable in there because it's not plenum rated uh, and we have to understand that there's a big difference between classifying something purely as a plenum and then classifying something as what the code calls it, an other space used for environmental air, and then it puts the, the word plenum in some parentheses, okay? So the code is going to allow some stuff to be installed in this area, okay? So you kind of, and if you want to know the difference or the true definition of the plenum, then you got to go to NFPA 7, uh, excuse me, NFPA 90A. And the 2015, I guess, is the latest edition that's incorporated in. You'll find that under the informational note uh, under 300.22C. That kind of gives you some guidance on that. And that's kind of where they get the definition and everything for the uh, the phrase, other spaces used for environmental air. And then the parent, uh, in parentheses, the, uh, or in, uh, yeah, parentheses, you get plenum. So what we're more concerned with as an electrician is what are these spaces and what can I put in these spaces alright so let's assume here the first thing is we have to understand that 300.22a which is ducts for dust loose stock and vapor removal you can't put anything in there no wiring methods in there you've got all this dust all this loose stock flying all these vapors that could have a reaction to any type of material that's in there you don't want anything in that application okay all right. No wiring systems of any type shall be installed in any duct or shaft containing only such ducts. Okay, uh, used for vapor removal or for ventilation of commercial type cooking equipment. None of those type of things. Low, loose stock dust. None of that. You can't have any of that type of application in there. Okay, so that's a pretty easy one. If you got that kind of duct, obviously you can't put anything in there. Now. The two that we deal with the most is these ducts that are specifically fabricated for the environmental air exchange purpose. And then, of course, the spaces that are created as such, like we talked about above a suspended ceiling. So those are the two we deal with the most. Now, MC cable can go in both of these spaces, for example, and I'm just keying on MC cable because that seems to be the one that people question the most. The difference is, when it comes to the, the ducts specifically fabricated, 
you have no length limitation when it comes to, for example, MC, as long as it's smooth and corrugated. But the new exception that was added to 300.22b is allowing interlocked MC, for example, as long as it has to do with the combined, uh, for the uh, contained air sensing, and you're limiting it to four feet. So maybe you're coming straight in to hit a sensor and that's it. Okay, then you know. Uh, that's a change for 17. Prior to that, you know, you couldn't have any interlocked MC cable penetrate a uh, fabricated duct. Okay, so that's a little bit of a change. So let's kind of look at the wiring methods that are allowed in a specifically fabricated for environmental air duct. It says, equipment, devices, and the wiring methods specified in this section, uh, which is 300.22b, shall be permitted within, within such ducts only. Okay, here's a caveat. Only if necessary for the direct action upon that duct or sensing of the contained air. So you have to have a reason to penetrate it. Okay? Now, we're not giving you going to give you a length limitation, for example, on the corrugated or smooth MC, but you've got to have a reason to be there. That's the key. Now, it goes, where equipment or devices are installed and illumination is necessary. Now, these would be these very huge fabricated ducts that people actually can walk in. Uh, then necessary to facilitate maintenance and repair, then you could have even luminaires in there, but they have to be enclosed, gasketed type luminaires, and they shall be permitted. Not required, but permitted to be in there. Okay, so that's the kind of, these are really huge, but the ones we're talking about today, we're not. We're talking about the small fabricated ducts for the air exchange from an HVAC unit, a hair handler unit, that type of thing. Now, it goes on to say, okay, so let's say you got to go in there for some reason. The wiring method has to go in there uh, that's necessary for the direct action upon or sensing of the control of the contained air within this duct system. It says the only wiring methods, uh, only wiring methods consisting of type MI cable without an overall non-metallic covering, um, the type MC cable employing a smooth or corrugated impervious metal sheath. And again, without any non-metallic coverings, so you see the trend here. We don't want any non-metallic coverings in there. Uh, EMT, electrical metallic tubing, can go in there. Uh, flexible metal conduit can go in there. Intermediate metal conduit can go in there. Rigid metal conduit can go in there. As long as, again, none of those have any overall non-metallic covering on them. Okay. Um, flexible metal conduit, FMC shall be permitted in lengths not exceeding four feet. So I'm thinking that's where the exception came from because the MC cable people said, hey, wait a minute, you let MC, FMC go in there. Why aren't you letting my MC go in there? Okay, so I'm assuming that's where that came from. So I could have FMC in there, but again, it can't be longer than four feet. Uh, and it's to connect physically adjustable equipment and devices permitted to be in these fabricated ducts itself. So they have to be permitted to be in there anyway to be able to use this application, even with FMC. And that might be to interconnect the different pieces of equipment and devices that are permitted to actually be in there, okay? Then you could use FMC for that interconnection. Uh, see, the connectors used with flexible metal conduit uh, shall effectively close any openings in the connection. Okay, so we're looking for some listed type of connectors for this FMC for this environment. Now, here's where the exception kicks in. The exception to the rule above here says, wait a minute now, wiring methods and cable types listed for use in other spaces used for environmental air, plenums, like we're going to talk about here in a minute, which is like that space above your suspended ceiling, shall be permitted to be installed in ducts 
specifically fabricated for environment or air handling purposes under the following conditions. All right, so there's two conditions here. The first condition is the wiring method or cable system shall be permitted only if necessary to connect to equipment or devices that are associated with the direct action upon or sensing of the contained air. So that's a caveat. It has to do with that, whether it's a direct action upon involving the air movement or it's a sensing of the contained air, that. And it goes on to say, we're also going to limit you in your length. We're only going to let you install the wiring method or cable system not to exceed four feet. Okay. So again, you have that limitation there. So in my mind, that was just to give the other manufacturers like the manufacturers of MC cable that's interlocked the ability to be able to be used in these environments as well under limited length specific application. Okay. All right. So then that's that. And of course, that also would apply to AC cable because that's allowed to be used over in 300.22C1. So you'll see that in a minute. So that could be used in there under the limited application. Okay. Now let's move on to the most common space. We're not talking about penetrating a, a, a specifically fabricated duct now. We're not talking about going to a space that's specifically fabricated for the exchange of environmental air. We're talking about a space that happens to get used for environmental air exchange uh, and it's becoming a plenum because of its use. And that would be the area above a, a hung ceiling or suspended ceiling. That space, if you're pulling the air from the room up into that space, pulling it into the air handler unit through the filtration, and then it's returning it back out to the room through a ducted system, that space above there is considered a plenum space. Now, here's the question. Does MC cable installed in that location have to be plenum rated? No, because 300.22C1 is going to give us the permission to install MC in that space. And based on the tests that MC cable has to go through anyway under UL 1569, it's going to be okay to be installed in that space. Okay? Now, remember that we're talking about spa other spaces used for environmental air as a plenum. We're not talking about, in its core, just a pure plenum. That would be the fabric specifically fabricated ducts that are plenums that you're penetrating. And you can't run wiring in there anyway unless it's for that specific use, for the direct use of the air exchange or for the sensors or what have you. So keep in mind, we're talking about a space that's used for environmental air. And under that case, it doesn't have to be a specifically evaluated plenum cable to do that. Now, if I'm not going to install it in one of these wiring methods that we're talking about here in a second, and I wanted to run just simple cable that has a non-metallic jacket on it or sheathing, then you're looking for things like CMP, those type of cables. They're not installed on a raceway. They have to have a plenum rated jacket. That would be like low voltage applications, low voltage cables, all those type of things that are being installed in that open space. Then they're going to have to have a plenum rating to be installed in that space. But we're talking about the actual wiring methods that can be installed in that space without any problem. Now let's read it and look at it. Firstly, all right, so put it in your mind. You're talking about the space above your suspended ceiling. When you look up through the grates, all you see is the, the, the wiring and everything that's above the ceiling. You have an air handler unit somewhere who's pulling all that air from the room into this air handler. And then, of course, in that room, you'll have a duct, a, a supply that's going to blow it back out of the room. We're concerned about that open space out there, okay? So the wiring methods for such open space or such other space shall be limited to total enclosed, non-ventilated, insulated busways having no provision for plugging connections. So I can have a, a busway up there. 
Uh, can't have any provisions for open connections up there for plug-in connections. It can't be ventilated. It's totally enclosed, uh, and it's insulated busway. That can be up there. Um, type MI cable without any non-metallic uh, covering. So I can have MI cable up there as well. No problem. Type MC cable without an overall metallic covering. So what that tells you is not only can I have uh, smooth and corrugated, which was allowed to penetrate specifically fabricated ducts for a specific need and tint, but now I can also have in, in other space used for environmental air or other spaces used for environmental air, I can have MC cable there. And it doesn't matter whether it's smooth, corrugated, or interlocked. The caveat here is it can't be the kind with an overall non-metallic covering. Okay, so I don't have to have an MC cable that has some kind of specific plenum rating on it by virtue of 300.22C1. Okay, that blows a lot of questions I get about the MC cable. They want to know is it plenum rated? Where are you installing it? Are you trying to penetrate a plenum? Are you trying to penetrate a, a environmental air? You need to really know what you're what you're trying to do as far as that to determine whether or not it's plenum needs to be plenum rated. Okay, if we're talking about the space above a suspended ceiling, other spaces used for environmental air, it's being used as a plenum. Then clearly, MC cable is allowed to be used because of the tests that MC cable has to go through anyway for its application. So anyway, so type MC cable can be installed. Again, the caveat is no non-metallic covering. Uh, it also says that type AC cable, which is very similar to MC cable, uh, can be installed in that space. And incidentally, if you don't know the difference between MC and AC cable, I do have a, a video, I think, or a podcast on that that's quite old, but you need to watch that and you can tell you all the difference between MC and AC cable. Um, incidentally, UL is UL4 is AC cable, UL1569 is MC cable. So you see UL4 came pretty early. So AC cable has been around a long time. In fact, it's the precursor to that old BX cable that people are familiar with uh, transitioned over to AC cable. All right. Uh, it, or it says, or other factory assembled multi-conductor control or power cables that are specifically listed for use within the air handling space. So that means any type of control that I've actually had evaluated, that means one that might be evaluated and has a plenum rating on it, okay? That would be one that is actually listed for that type of air handling space, okay? Uh, it says, or listed prefabricated cable assemblies of metallic manufactured wiring systems Again, without any non-metallic sheathing. So they do make a metallic manufactured wiring system. You just have to make sure it doesn't have any non-metallic uh, uh, sheathing on it itself. And it goes on to say, other types of cables, conductors, and raceways shall be permitted in this space as long as they're installed in EMT, flexible metal tubing, intermediate metal conduit, rigid metal conduit, uh, all of again without an, a non-metallic uh, covering on them, uh, flexible metal conduit or other accessible surface metal raceways or metal raceways with metal covers. Again, the caveat is no non-metallic covering in it. Now, incidentally, some MC cables will come with a label on it. And the labels are pretty short or pretty small and there are intervals on there. Maybe it's called, for example, Encore Wire has one called a, a smart color ID. That is not a non-metallic covering. It is still listed under 1569. It still has to be that way when it's the flame tests are done on it, FT4s, uh, all this kind of stuff. It has already been approved. You don't have to take the labels off. 
Now, if you've got to take a label off where you're going to make a connection with the connector, that make, that's common sense, right? You pull it off so you have metal-to-metal contact. That should, by this point in your career as an electrician, go without being said. But without saying that, you, you can install it with the labels on it. It's not a big deal. It doesn't affect anything. Now, if I want to run some cable, this is what allows us to run like a THHN or an XHHW-2 inside of these raceways inside of that location, whereas the XHHW or the THHN is not rated for plenum or plenum space or a space for other environmental air, but because it's installed in EMT or it's installed in rigid metal conduit or some other plenum rated raceway, then you could do that as well and you could put them inside of that. A lot of times we see that orange corrugated type of, of raceway and inside of you'll have your data cables and things like that because the data cables might not be plenum rated but they're installed inside of a plenum rated raceway assembly then that's okay as well that's what we're talking about here as well okay so all of those methods can be installed up there <clears throat> if you want now if you're the kind of guy that's going to do the low voltage class 2 stuff in there then you remember you're going to have to install if you're going to run the individual cables you're going to have to have plenum rate of cables or you're going to have to install them in one of these wiring methods here that, that, that means you don't have to use the plenum rated cable as long as you install it in those type of raceways alright and then lastly the non-metallic cable ties and other non-metallic cables supporting, used to secure and support the cables uh, they have to be listed as low smoke and heat release properties uh, and so all of that falls under UL 2043 uh, for those so most of that stuff today or have labeled on it whether or not it's rated for use in those spaces uh, and if you find one that says rated for use in a plenum then you're probably going to be okay for its application but what you're looking for is those things that can be used in an air handling space Okay, and plenum being more restrictive, for example, than a riser application as far as the testing that's involved, that you're looking for that plenum rating, or if it says again rated for use in air handling spaces, then you're going to be okay. And I think now most of the manufacturers of those cable ties, for example, uh, make those products anyway because of the way this code changed in 2014. So, all right, so that's it. So, hopefully, you got a little better understanding of the difference in the spaces if we did a kind of a summary if you're using a duct for example for for uh, dust or loose stock and vapor removal then no you can't put any wiring method in there if you're using a specifically fabricated duct that means if you have the air handle unit and you have a supply and a return that it's all ducted in and you have to penetrate that duct or go inside of that actual duct itself then you you need to only go in there if it has something to do uh, with the necessary direct action upon that ducting system or any sensors that's that have something to do with the contained air then you can penetrate it for that application um, so you have those wiring methods that are allowed here for that application it might be a huge walk-in uh, uh, type of uh, fabricated environmental air duct system which is huge and you've seen them that that's clean spaces that you have to walk in then you can have these wiring methods that are in there and they're all listed here in 300.22b but they have to be something to do with the actual duct itself it something to do with the direct action upon the air or the sensing of the contained air in order to be able to in there in the first place otherwise you don't want to be in there now we also found that you can actually have luminaires in there if it's big enough uh, but they have to be the gasketed type luminaires and that's only to facilitate maintenance okay that type of application we also learned now that under 2017 exception that I could use any of the wiring methods we just talked about uh, inside of 
300.22C1, which the only real difference was the AC and the MC cable that's inter interlocked that could be allowed. I think everything else was already listed before over here in uh, uh, 300.22B anyway. Uh, keeping in mind that nothing with the metallic sheathing on it can be used in these type of spaces. Okay. All right. Uh, unless, of course, you have some special product that's been evaluated and listed for use in that space. That means it's probably a low smoke propagation, all this type of stuff. And you're looking for a specific listing on that if you want. Okay. Um, other than that, they're really clear. It says no non-metallic sheathing on those products. Uh, so the only real caveat to, caveat to the exception is it says, well, I'll let you use AC cable or I'll let you use interlocked MC cable as long as you're not going over four feet. And you're doing it for the direct action to the equipment that has to do with the uh, the direct action of the actual duct system, maybe a damper or something in there, or something that senses the contained air, then we'll let you go in there with something like a interlocked MC, uh, which is new for 2017 code. So don't get confused in those two applications. All right? All right, so that's all we're going to cover. We're going to cover. We were just simply covering 300.22 A, B, and C. But I will remind you that even under C, there is an application for cable tray systems. Okay, when cable tray systems can be in certain areas, uh, and it talks about electrical equipment uh, with a metal enclosure or electrical equipment uh, that are to be used in those certain types of areas that you need to look at too if that's your need. We're really focusing on the wiring methods itself uh, when we're dealing with it because the cable tray is a support system. So I really don't want to cover that. I'm only going to deal with the wiring methods and that type of thing. All right, so that's it. If you have any questions, if you don't still don't understand the, 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 the nuances of 300.22 and you want to know what can be in these spaces, the key to remember is think of a plenum and think of the difference between it other spaces used for environmental air is it wasn't intended to be a plenum. It just happens to be an air part of the circulation system for environmental air, like above, above a suspended ceiling. That is a, is a space, and that's covered under 300.22C. If I actually have a fabricated duct system for environmental air, and I have to penetrate it or be in it for some reason, it's got to be for the direct action of the system or for the sensing of the contained air. Then I can penetrate it and go and work in that system. Uh, those are the differences in the two. Now, I like to bring it down to my everyday use as an electrician. The main one that I deal with is I have an air conditioning unit above a suspended ceiling, air handling unit above a suspended ceiling. And if it's pulling the air out of the room, up into these vents, into this open shared space, then that's a plenum. Everything in there has to be, if it's individual cables, uh, with a non-metallic jacket, then it has to be plenum rated. Otherwise, I have all these nuances that allows me to run MC, AC, or what have you, IMC, IRC, whatever in there, as long as it doesn't have a non-metallic sheathing on it. I've got those nuances that I can be in there. So yes, interlocked MC can be in there. Doesn't have to be corrugated or smooth. Okay, that's different when it comes to the specifically fabricated duct, where it has to be smooth or corrugated MC uh, in it. And it has to, and it doesn't really give you a length limitation. It just has to be used for something that has to control the air or for the sensing or whatnot. But I could use interlocked MC in there as long as it's still for that controlling of the air or the direct use of something, maybe a damper or something. But I'm limited to four feet. 
So that's a new for 17. So I encourage you to look at 300.22. If I confused you, I certainly hope I did not. But I kind of wanted to give you an overview of that space. So next time I get that question from somebody, hey, can MC cable go in an above spitted ceiling that's being used as a plenum for environmental air? And the answer is yes. You don't need to have the product say it's plenum rated on it. It's simply due to its testing and its listing and what is allowed here in 300.22C1, it's perfectly acceptable to use it. Okay, That's the key. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Again, if you have any questions, feel free to email us at info, that's I-N-F-O, at masterthenec.com. Or you can send it to info, I-N-F-O, at electricalcodeacademy.com. And we'll answer your email questions. I usually get back to you in a day or two with your questions. If you have any technical code questions that you need answered really quickly uh, for a job or a project or a design, if you're an engineer, inspector, whatever, then jump on over to our uh, site called www.ecodetutor. That's T-U-T-O-R, not T-U-D-O-R. It's www.ecodetutor.com. And you can uh, submit your question there and get a certified response from us uh, uh, on the application that you might be having an issue with, whether it's the code or not, or whether you're having a dispute. We're, our interpretations are no different than anybody else's interpretation. The only good difference is we do sit on code-making panels. And so, you know, an informal interpretation from NFP, NFPA is simply their opinion. But they don't really sit on the code-making panels. They facilitate the code-making panels. So if you want it from people that are sitting on the code-making panels, uh, then we can we can pull those answers and get answers from people that do. And, uh, you know, every answer that we give is validated before we actually give it. So... Anyway, thanks for listening. Hopefully you got something out of it. Until next time, stay safe and God bless.